I will bring up the fact that today on my lunch break, I was watching Running Man. Please tell me you're from. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Amazing yeah. film. It's Amazing. just one of the best. I like totally. Has Richard Dawson. How much yeah. do you hate Richard Dawson? You're like, fuck <laughs> you and your family feud bullshit. Kissing all those people. Arnold is going to fucking rip you apart. Oh, and Arnold is like, I don't remember many other movies where Arnold had a full on beard. Like, I forgot there was a whole beginning part of that movie where they actually set like they world build. I just remember seeing it like on the USA Today network, like super edited when I was a kid. Like, basically, it was all about the fighting in this freaking it was like Hunger Games before Hunger Games. And then all of a sudden, I, I, I must have forgotten there was like this whole thing where he's like a soldier and he's like in the slums and he's trying to like save himself. Like there's a whole nother movie before the movie. And I'm like, whoa, right. Yeah. yeah, and Arnold Beard has a dick. Yeah. Just so we're clear, your your lunch includes full-length movies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I watched Running Man while I was eating a ham sandwich. You yeah. know, it's, call, it's called being a self-employed entrepreneur. Uh, it, it comes with some drawbacks, but there's a couple bonuses, and one of them is watching full-length Arnold Schwarzenegger movies during lunch. And this, and this is why we're doing this podcast, because my dream is to somehow watch Arnold action movies during my lunch break. Um, you know, here's the secret. You can just do it. <laughs> uh, uh, no lie. I totally forgot we were recording. Um, even though we just talked about it like an hour ago. Um, Cause I got carried away cooking dinner and cleaning up and I'm like, Oh yeah. Then I started watching. Uh, do you guys know about the band Oakley Doakley? No, I do not. I do not. <laughs> okay. Um, well, they play nettle music. Uh, so really, it's a metal band, and they all look like Ned Flanders, and they sing metal with a Ned Flanders twitch. Are you just making shit up now? I'm not. They're like from like New Mexico or Arizona or somewhere around there. Oh, God, that's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, so I was like, I, I don't know what popped in my head, but I was like, hey, Alyssa. She gets a lot of this where it's my scattered brain thoughts where I'm like, hey, you know this really stupid thing that I wish I didn't know? I'm going to share it with you now. So honestly, your relationship is pretty much the same relationship we have with our poor listener. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I just realized we're like five and a half minutes in and we haven't actually said anything of substance besides the fact <laughs> that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was, was and still is a fantastic actor. And his beard has a dick in that movie. It's like a such a great dick. beard. It's, it's a great a, beard. It's yeah. such a good beard. So this is the Still Talking Podcast, our reverent <laughs> distilling industry podcast with Colton Zeno and myself, Brian. And occasionally we talk about distilling, but usually not. Yeah, I don't think we were planning on talking about distilling today, though, were we? No, because distilling is canceled. The entire industry and the rest <laughs> of the country. <laughs> and hand sanitizer is done, too. No one needs it. Go home, watch a bunch of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, the shelves are restocked. Nobody needs to make it anymore. <laughs> no, they still can't get Patron. That's all sold out. We need to figure out how to distill COVID-19. That's it. Ooh, you know someone's going to put out a COVID-19 brand or some like smart-ass okay. spin on it. They probably already have. I guarantee it's already out there in some shitty region. I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, yeah, but you know people. We talked to Tim, right? And he was doing that. Uh, Virgin Island realm that he's like total garbage. Right. And he thought about giving it a quirky name and he's like, mm, maybe now's not the time. 
Yeah, but that's <laughs> yeah. someone with like basic intelligence and like integrity. There's plenty of those people that don't have those things out there. So, I mean, I bet, I bet we could find a brewery that's done one, right? With all the classic yes. names that they like to give beers. I have no shame in dumping on breweries. So, <laughs> just like they've had to dump all their stocks since COVID. I'm sorry, that was mean, dude. I'm <laughs> shitting on Portage Brewers, man. Well, that sounds meaner. It does sound meaner. I, I I got a little I got a little terse with that one. Sorry, guys. You're the scat man. <laughs> I'm I'm usually like the politically correct one. Here I am throwing bombs at uh, the poor brewers. Yeah, scat man. Uh, See, that was a pun for both defecating on a person and singing scat. That's why you're the scat man. Because I believe <laughs> you can sing scat while you defecate. On if if I pretty much demand that all of your future puns involve scat and uh, really <laughs> esoteric bands. So, all right, and we've know. hit my limit of how much I want to talk about scat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that that one's got a low bar. I'm gonna have to cut most of this. You're gonna have to cut half this episode. Yeah. Uh, what the hell were we gonna talk about? Oh, I'm gonna be totally self-serving and mention that the newest edition of artisan spirit magazine is out summer 2020 which this one is very special because both you dumbasses have authored content for it i'm very excited about that and it's brought to you by buffy the eucalyptus <laughs> comforter <laughs> that's all i know about it but it's really good it's super good yeah no, I have so, one. do you that's exciting actually i do that's that's actually a true that's statement nice so no, no, sincerely, thank you guys. You both wrote articles and it was fun to include you in the last issue, which was our biggest issue yet. I think we did, uh, it's like 148 pages. So uh, yeah, yeah, that was poor Amanda had to, uh, it took her a while to lay that one out. And 149 of them are ads. <laughs> I wish, oh my God. <laughs> then I could just watch Schwarzenegger movies all day. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're fucking dumbasses. We make sure to put content in it. I don't know why we do that. We keep like well, well, doing work. You you just said we were in it. Yeah, that's true. Right. That's true. Well, and that's the other reason no one will advertise. <laughs> and is it it's not even like it's not even an article that I write. It's just like, hey Zeno, what are you angry about at this very second? Yeah, yeah. Col Col Colton's actually like did some research and put some like thoughts out there, but yeah. Uh, Zeno, I'll we never just do basically that ask you to. Yeah, but it's got a really nice illustration. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah, where's my illustration? What the hell? You've got to get uh, a sassier. I'll draw. I'll draw my own and submit it next time. <laughs> oh, please do. That's so good. <laughs> In fact, uh, I'll do all the drawings from now on. You can fire that other guy. I'm going to. It's going to be great. Amanda's <laughs> going to be so excited when I make this decision and don't tell her about it until like we're ready to go to print. No way. Her photography is the best part about it. Oh, God, yeah. So, she does such a good job. So, yeah. no, I'm, I'm super proud of this issue. And we're very lucky, too, that, like, we still do have that. You know, I'd make a joke, but our advertisers are, like, still sticking with us. And granted, one of the benefits of, uh, I hate to be self-serving, but one of the benefits of not having real in-life uh, conventions is, like, we're one of the few ways to still get in front of distillers. So, yay for us, um, which segues into our conversation. We're going to talk about virtual conferences, right? I'm excited. No, you know, we barely wore pants to the other conferences, but now they're <laughs> definitely not required. So wait, I, I wait. No, I want an actual answer on this. Let's hear it's, it. What's the question? How do we actually feel about virtual conferences? Oh, I'm, I'm totally torn. This is a safe space. It's not, 
but I'm, we're going to pretend like it is. <laughs> There's nothing safe here. Um, I take it back. I am not torn. I'm actually really disappointed because I am obviously like, I need to see people. I'm an extrovert. I want to hang out with people. I want to see my friends. Like 90% of the benefit of a lot of these conferences is the networking. And that is really hard to do online. So I'm, I'm really disappointed that they, I mean, it's no one's fault. It's just the nature of it, but that sucks. And I'm going to miss that part. Yeah. Colton, how do you feel about it? I mean, I'm glad that they're doing something. I like, you know, still having access while we're all stuck inside, having access to, you know, information and, and talking to people. I'm very curious how the sort of sponsorship and, you know, virtual booths are going to go. Did that you watch? Seems a little weird to me. It is weird. And I've been like super curious about that too. But ACSA put out a video, I assume from the company that's providing the platform. I'm, I'm speculating on that. But it's a virtual booth experience demo. Did you guys watch that? No. I'm guessing you didn't actually. because I'm actually looking at the YouTube page where <laughs> ACSA posted it and it only has 13 views and I've watched it twice. So, <laughs> wow. sorry. Oh, that's so embarrassing for ACSA. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, sorry guys. Um, but no, it was actually really useful because I've been trying to wrap my head around what the like vendor booth is supposed to like, or the vendor floor show is supposed to look like. Because obviously I've talked to a lot of vendors and they're not sure what to expect, but they're all still trying to support the shows. And, but the, the demo basically showcased that the first page is a little uh, not awe-inspiring. It's basically just individual like thumbnails of the different companies. So, and there's a whole list of them. So you click on one of those and then that takes you to an individualized portal for each of these companies, which that's actually, it's got some cool like tools in there. It looks like you can actually, um, they'll have the pictures of the people you can talk to quote unquote, there'll be hours of like the floor show is open. So they'll theoretically have live people there that you can kind of live chat with and you can either chat with an entire group, or you can chat individually with one of the reps that's supposed to be there. So you can, you know, it, it's got different tools for that. So it's, again, it's all digital, but at least there's some interesting um, interactivity and engagement, which again, it's not as good as actually being there and being able to wave people into your booth and show stuff there, but at least it does have, have some interactivity. So that was nice to finally see that kind of displayed. And I assume that's what ACSA is going to use and probably some ADI will do something similar. Uh, I don't know all the programs they're going to use yet though. I mean, that, that sounds great if you have something in mind that you're looking for, right? But yes. I'd like to aimlessly walk the vendor show floor. Right. And that doesn't sound as great to me. Yeah. I, you know, I guess I think what I, both of what you were kind of saying, like I'm struck with curiosity. Now you saw this video, Brian, that apparently lays some things out for you. So I have no idea. Like what are the presentations going to be like? Is it just like a PowerPoint that I'm, I'm going to watch with uh, someone talking uh, over it? Honestly. Yeah. I'm kind of getting a sense for that. Cause they, they didn't, talk so much about the seminars or at least this particular video didn't 
Um, but when you go, I guess they did show some of the initial pages because you've got your full, like the actual convention website will have like a place where you can go look at the agenda and then it will have the timing. And then I assume it will just basically live stream kind of like a webinar, right? Again, we're speculating a little bit because that's what we're really good at. Um, but it's going to be like individual webinars. And then also I do know, at least I I'm almost certain both ACSA and ADI are going to do this where everything is recorded. And then for a year it's going to be available so that even after the fact, you can go and see this stuff for a year as it played. Now, obviously there'll be no interactivity, but that could be useful. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, just, just so everyone knows that ACSA records all of the conventions and there are all those things mm-hmm. are on their website for you know past years where you can, you can click on those and feel like you're in a group again because there were actually people there. Again, instead of us actually looking it up, we're just going to speculate and listeners going to have to muddle through until they find it. <laughs> yeah. We're just telling you it's out there. Yeah. So. It theoretically exists, which actually that's, you know, next time we get, uh, I, uh, maybe an ACSA staff member who knows some things, not to ridicule the ACSA board member on the call, um, but maybe they As could give us a staff member who knows right exactly staff member, someone that you know paid and works hard and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I would love to know the analytics on how many people go back and watch past content from shows because I think on paper it sounds awesome, but I'm curious how many people actually take the time to go back and watch a seminar again especially if it's not like shared or put out to social media and stuff. I'm curious about that. I actually love to do it when I'm sitting in like the bottling room, having to just slap labels on. That's I've probably downloaded the most of all of the past things. Cause I downloaded all of them and then just hit play as you bottle. That's awesome. Um, That's actually really smart. And I learned, you know, nothing. Cause you're, doing other things and not paying attention (laughs) just like most people listen to this podcast put it on the background and it's just background noise it's like Khan academy but you're also baking a loaf of bread yeah (laughs) delicious um so we need to make i don't know if adi records all theirs or not but i have to do a q a after i had to record a virtual tour for them. Oh yeah. Um, so you're part of like, okay, so we're recording this on Friday, the 10th ADI is going live on Monday, the 13th. And you're part of that intro, right? You had to record. What was it? It was like a walkthrough, right? Yeah. So like I just did a, just used my phone and walked through the distillery and then I brought it home and just did a mystery science theater voiceover on it. Nice. Um, you didn't just breathe heavily into the audio, like the, the, phone audio no it's very artistically intermingled within the speech <laughs> the heavy breathing um well done yeah so yeah i did that and then we have like the meet and greeter guild q a wait okay so is there also going to be like a, a guild meeting or what's going on with that because there's supposed to be a guild meeting on that monday right uh you mean like our guild meeting yeah yeah your guild yeah, yeah, it's like a meet and greet with them, but I think it'll probably just be Andrew and myself. Okay, so and that that will be a thing where people can interactively talk to you and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there might be a couple other people on the board, but just like, hey, what's distilling in Louisiana like? And actually, I'm kind of excited for that because I didn't know what distilling in Louisiana was like two and a half years ago, right? Two years ago, whatever it is. But you know, obviously, I think people should talk about rum, right? 
it is the year of rum, so. <laughs> yeah, and it forever will be. So you, you don't think people should talk about vodka at all? Uh, they can if they want. They can ask me. I have some opinions about vodka, believe it or not. <laughs> We've heard. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's July 13th. And what is that like? Uh, that's for, What's it say here? I'm reading the notes. 2 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. MST. That's a long time to chat. Yeah, I'm not going to be on all that time. It's like I'm on like for an hour. I have like okay. a tour and then it goes into the, like the Q&A afterwards. So. Oh, that's very cool. Okay. Now, I will say I watched I watched Zeno's walkthrough and it was the distillery tour I always want where I heard nothing about any story or the background. He literally just shows you equipment. Oh, so <laughs> this is a tank. This is a still. We yeah. use both of these. Yeah, I might have been a little brash. <laughs> yeah. You didn't personalize uh, it at all. It's just. <laughs> no, I did. I put some jokes in in the aforementioned heavy breathing. Um, <laughs> Okay, well, here's the question for ADIs. Uh, has anyone downloaded the app yet? Because that was supposed to go out. I tried today, and I, I can't get it to work yet. I need my password. But anyone else been able to get that to work? No. No, I just registered about 10 minutes ago. Wait, can you still <laughs> register? Because I'm about to tell my friends in Pittsburgh to register just to yes. fuck around. You have till tomorrow. You have till Saturday, which, again, people are going to listen to this probably well after the show. <laughs> um, but <laughs> we're going to talk about it. You like had. Just right say now. you had. Yeah. People had till Saturday the 11th tomorrow to register. So, and then actually, uh, hopefully after this in the next few weeks, uh, we've, uh, we've been talking to Eric Owens, uh, president of ADI, and he's going to do like kind of a recap with us after the show and we'll do another podcast and actually ask, uh, hopefully some intelligent questions or not. We'll just say stupid shit and Eric will put up with us cause he can put up with us. It sucks that we have to do it this way, but I am glad that everyone's doing a virtual, you know, at least, at least we get something this year that's resembles you know the normal and friends and Mm -hmm. i think it's valuable try to connect yeah i agree i think it's really nice that both adi and acsa and well and it reflects too like people are in a tough spot they miss networking with each other this kind of helps fill that hole also it seems like people are being really price sensitive uh adi i'm going to give them credit they're doing kind of a pay-as-you-can model i really like that so if you can't pay anything you don't have to, and you can still be a part of it. You can register, or you can pay, you know, you know, hundreds of dollars if you want. So that's pretty great. I appreciate that they're doing that, and I think ACSA's model is really good too. It's, you know, I think it's a couple hundred bucks if you're a member for their virtual show, which again is really affordable for, you know, it seems like a really good uh, slate of education. So uh, it, it's nice. I mean you pay a lot more to go to these shows anyway, because you have to pay for hotels and travel. And at least this way you can just sit in front of a computer and watch it. So that saves you a lot of money too. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like if you were going to go to the show, you would have had to afford pants as well. And now you don't. (laughs) It always comes down to the pants budget. hundred percent, hundred percent pants. Um, man, I'm looking for this email to forward it to my friends because I think it'll be fun. (laughs) <laughs> that's the greatest endorsement you could give you're like you should check out this uh, digital conference it's gonna be funny yeah i i mean it will be i was just saying like i think it's pretty cool that adi is opening it's like not just members so literally anyone can sign up as a guest and if you can give yep. something great um i gave like ten thousand um, dollars obviously but Which, don't fact check that but he definitely gave 10 yeah grand. but it, no in all in all honesty there's a lot of people that like 
we always say like ADI is for the people that are on the cusp, maybe don't even have a DSP yet. So this is a great opportunity that they never had to kind of see what all is out there in the big world that's out there. And, you know, it, I don't think it's going to be an accurate reflection of what, what it's really like, but it's helpful and it's an opportunity that they would never get before. So Yeah, agreed. Well, I mean, ADI has always been open to everyone, right? It's just... Yeah, but you got to pay to go. a lot of money, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah ADI, their, their show, and I can't recall off the top of my head, but I know um, their ticket price for their convention has historically been pretty expensive. And... So this is, it's, you're right. It's really nice that anyone can just jump in. Yeah. I mean, you know, I haven't really looked into ACSA yet. I'm sure I'm going to go to that too. Go the operable word there. Um, yeah. Well, and it's interesting to see how they're kind of doing it different. Like I, I do think I like the way ACSA is doing it. Just, I think it's a two day event, which I think that makes sense to me because there is there's a limit to how long people are willing to sit in front of a screen. I mean, you're going to have attrition. You're going to have people wandering off. You're going to have people doing other things. So their attention is going to be, uh, you're vying for attention different ways that you wouldn't otherwise in a in-person scenario. Uh, but having it kind of coalesce in under two days, I think is smart. That's a good way to do it. Have you been doing any other shows besides ADI and ACSA? I was looking into... Like I- Back in March, I signed up for some of the Brewers Conference ones. Right, CB CBC did theirs, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, did uh, no, I I meant I was going to look into that one, and then uh, I ended up not getting around to it in time. It's you know we we it feels like we've been dead on deadline for the summer issue for months, so it was nice to get that done. But I kind of you know triaging. It was at the end of the school year with the kids. They're thankfully on summer break now, which is basically the same as before, but I just feel less guilty because I'm not educating them. Um but no, CB, uh, CBC, I heard from a couple people that attended that as vendors and the general response was it was okay. Like they didn't hate it, but no one seemed like thrilled with it. I haven't heard anyone say, "Oh yeah, it was the best thing. It's going to replace conventions from here on." But most people were like, "Yeah, it's okay." Uh I think there's I don't know that it could be the new norm for the future. I think it's something that's supplemental that could work well. And maybe they'll do some of these kind of shows and then maybe smaller in-person events. I mean, I don't think any of us knows what the hell is going to happen in 2021. You know, um, maybe there'll be shows, maybe there's, there won't be. I don't think anyone's ready to make a bet on that yet. Except for Zeno. Illegal underground speakeasy conferences. I would go to that. In a heartbeat. Why am I going to bet on this? Why I'm not a betting man. I don't know because you're not supposed to. So I feel like that's something you would do. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, firstborn child kind of scenario betting. Then I'm into that. But like money. Wait, wait, wait. Is are you betting a firstborn child? You're betting for a firstborn child. Like I'm confused against against the first. Ouch. Really, this is just an elaborate scheme for me to play out the movie Labyrinth in my head, <laughs> where I get to be David Bowie with that sweet cod piece. That was um, pretty. That was an aggressive cod piece. <laughs> I mean, is there a cod piece that's like, mm, that's a nice subtle cod piece? Yes. <laughs> I'm clearly not as well versed in cod pieces as you are, Brian. <laughs> you know, I feel like certain cod pieces should have a little grace, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, it was not. it was a little in your face, but I, I get it. I mean, the man was proud. I'm not here to shame. I'm He's not going to king shame. fucking Bowie. He can wear whatever cod piece he wants. 
<laughs> you sure can. Okay, so, so uh, let me actually give some dates that might be beneficial to listener because these are at least out a little bit further. Um, ACSA, their virtual conference will be August 11th and 12th for their virtual summit titled A New Journey. So that go check that out. I, registration is open for that as well. And they're, they're doing it for a couple of days. I think they've got kind of a, an initial schedule of some of the different speakers and things like that. So go check that out. Uh, if miraculously you hear this before ADIs, go check them out too. Um, you have maybe 24 hours to sign up. Good luck. Well, no, there's no way in hell I'm going to edit this by tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm just trying to be overly optimistic, but yeah. But by the weekend, maybe. So like maybe it comes out, you know, when the thing is actually happening. So. Well, and you know, uh, there's, I don't see any reason that they can't make these available after the fact. Like I would be very surprised if there wasn't maybe say an on-demand fee or you pay something and then you get access to it after the fact. If this is up for a year, I wouldn't imagine they're just going to go ahead and, you know, uh, put it behind a, the initial paywall of just the registration. So I, again, I'm speculating, I'm making that up, but. I've seen I've seen a couple of interesting, you know, online conference uh, platforms that do, you know, the base fee is this. And then if you pay the premium fee, you get three months of back access and the extra premium is a year access. I thought that was actually pretty clever. Yeah. As a way to kind of, you know, meld it all together and make it affordable. But, you know, three months you don't of have back time, access. You can still. A memoir yes. by Colton Weinstein. <laughs> okay, and uh, okay, this is interesting too. Just so I'll, I'll get full details out there for ACSA, the attendee registration, uh, it's one ninety nine for a member, and then you can also get a group attendee rate. So up to seven people at the same distillery, it's five ninety nine, and then an additional group attendee over that seven limit is thirty nine bucks, and that's all for members. A non member rate is three ninety nine for an individual or $1,200 for up to seven group attendees. So there you go. Details. God, I feel like we've shared valuable information that anyone could Google, but. Uh, I well, I have more out. valuable information that we should cover, assuming this gets edited in time. Well, no, no pressure, Zeno. No pressure, Zeno. Well, if you're a member of ACSA, you should go and vote for their new board of elections, which the ballot is out and it ends on the 21st of July. So, Oh, nice. Okay. In theory, sometime in the next 11 days. And that is open to ACSA members, right? Right. Yes. You can only vote if you're a member. Okay. That would be wild if they just let anyone vote. I like that you played <laughs> my procrastination and laziness on the safe side. You're like 11 days. Like, I'm not sure Zeno is going to do like an hour and a half worth of work in 11 days. So, well, considering that we're still holding Johnny's episode ransom, like I still like Johnny's that that's become a joke. Now he's mocking me for it. I love it. That's just a joke now to me. It's my greatest gift to the world is never putting Johnny's voice out in the air. Oh, we're so mean. We're so, we could re we could release it, but we just mute his audio track. I think that'd be really fun. <laughs> there is one part of it that I do love, and someday if it ever gets released, that I don't know. For at some point, he called somebody a pervert, and I just was so tickled by the word pervert. Um, yeah. And I love that we're leaving just the implication that Johnny accused someone of being a pervert, but we're not going to say who it was. So that way, it's a real big buildup. I like this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Spoiler, it's definitely, it was definitely not Colton, it's Colton <laughs> Weinstein. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that we just thought of the same joke. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's really valuable information, Colton. Is there more information they can find in terms of like uh, what platform people are running on? I assume that's a thing that they have like a speech and stuff. Yeah, they had a they had a town hall uh, where everyone gave their their little platform speech. Um, I'm gonna guess you can find it on their YouTube page, or you may mm-hmm. find it on the ACSA website page. Mm. Make um, ACSA like- great again. <laughs> That's the platform. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when Colton, when you run for re-election, please do that. Get some hats. Like <laughs> no one will ever vote for you again, but it'd be worth it just for the joke. And put it all out, like May, like M A C S A G A. God, that will be on a so hat. timely two years from now. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be. So I think good. it will be. I think that uh, Mr. Trump's done enough damage that we'll still remember this two years from now. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's see. So anything else about conferences? I mean, they haven't happened yet, so we'll do a recap once we actually attend these things. Well, so Brian, it seems like you've, it seems like you've done the most research. How do the education you know, presentations stack up between you know, this and a normal conference or an in-person conference? Well, ADI specifically looks like they have just as much. Um, I don't know if they're just going to showcase all of the PowerPoints, but it looked like they had just about as many. It's four days. Um, they, it seemed like they had a ton in there. ACSA, I know, is still kind of finalizing their full schedule. They don't have a full digital schedule out yet. And full disclosure, I'm on the education committee with them too. So we've been working on some of that. But so it's not out there yet. So it will be trimmed down a bit. It will not be as many hours of content. Um, and I can't speak for ADI for sure, but I would imagine it won't be quite as much because obviously some of those speakers that you had lined up that were going to be there, they've had to back out or their schedules have changed, or maybe they just didn't have time to pre-record some of these things. So long story short, I think it's less content obviously than you would get at an in-person convention, which just makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, they have to schedule time, a lot more time now for each vendor to have the cocktail Zoom hour or whatever booth thing they're doing. Right, right. Well, so you have time dedicated to the floor show and you have to be able to give value to the vendors who do that. So you need to essentially not have education time playing so people will be directed to that. And I'm curious about that. I'm not exactly sure how either show is going to focus in on that section. Uh, I'm sure there's tools for that. Um, But you're right, you have to then intersperse some of the sponsored content, which I'm sure will still be educational and interesting. Um, But yeah, it's just, again, you you have the problem. You're sitting in front of a screen this whole time. You're going to have distractions. You're going to have people at your house. Maybe you got kids. Maybe you're watching Running Man in the background. Who knows? So it is a little tougher to do a full conference schedule. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting in front of a computer right now and I spaced out for at least the last 35 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine you are watching a show right now. You're watching Roadhouse (laughs) since Colton put it in your head. (laughs) Yeah, that's a pretty safe bet that I'm watching Roadhouse at any time. He just got to his second spin kick. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much more we can talk about, you know, online webinars. No, I think we pretty much covered it. 
I mean, again, in our just baseless uh, speculation. Yeah, pre- of predictions like. of online webinars. <laughs> right, as opposed to just waiting and watching them. <laughs> Uh, there's obviously lots of other news we can chat about. Oh, also, since I totally selflessly plugged myself, uh, Craft Spirits Magazine from ACSA, that is out. I believe they're, is it a June issue? I don't know. It's something like that. June, July. Uh, go check that one out. That one's out as well. And I know there's lots of other, we'll, we'll do a news episode maybe soon. Cause there's ton, there's a huge backlog of like regulatory, and legislative things. I think Massachusetts Senate just passed a bill for cocktails to go, I think probably to become semi-permanent. Like cocktails to go, I'm seeing a lot of push for that. That seems to be pretty popular in a lot of states. So it'd be kind of fun to have a conversation about that too. And DTT, direct to consumer, DTC, I can't speak. Yeah, the D2C stuff is great though. Uh, I mean, if you're going to pull out some benefit from the shit show that has been 2020. Hopefully it's, we can get some uh, serious progress made on DTC. Yeah. I mean, you know, we'll have a full episode on it, but I, I don't know how you can't get any benefit from, or any progress on DTC now with everyone having to go to, you know, the whole business system has to change and we can't just keep bars open, bars closed, bars open, bars closed depending on how the pa- pandemic goes. Sounds a great way for me to sell booze. <laughs> Anytime Zeno doesn't have to leave his house or put on pants. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, is nobody selling it? Great. I can, I can do nothing. Because he's got a low pants budget. <laughs> click, click. All right. Uh, I think that's it. I got nothing else. Do we have final thoughts? I, I assume Zeno just uh, took that as... Oh, there we I go. Yes. <laughs> I had my final thoughts at the beginning. It was mainly about the uh, Arnold action movie dream. <laughs> I was just going to say my bonus to your final thoughts, which was our beginning thoughts, is that pay attention to Arnold movies. It seems like almost every movie has one scene where he's like balancing some massive object on his shoulder, just like with one hand. Uh, com- you know, Commando is a classic one where he's got the giant log. Running Man, he's got a steel beam. I'm pretty sure there's a Terminator where he's got like a coffin. Like, I, I want. I think this is a thing, and I never picked up on it before. So there you go. Predator, like if he does something in Predator. Oh, he's got a giant rocket. Yeah, he's got a huge like rocket launcher. I think on his shoulder, or maybe that was Commando again. I don't know. They're all the same. Conan, Conan, <laughs> dude. The Conan movies are amazing. I just love those movies. They're pretty great. I think my final thought is that if there is any Zoom or video feature to any of these conferences, I would hope that everyone dresses up as Arnold. Yes. That's real good. (laughs) Zeno, do full Conan costume. Funny thing is, I have the same exact physique. (laughs) Hey, quarantine's been good to Zeno. Yeah. (laughs) Love you, dummies. All right. (laughs) 